It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day in the neighbor. Won't you drive by? Won't you drive by? Please won't you drive by my neighborhood and shoot my neighbors? Well, that's probably the way it would go if he was still alive in today's world. Uh, welcome to the Harland Highway, ladies and gurgle blaggins. I'm Harlan Williams, and this is the Harlan Highway. And what a show we have today. Very important show today. A lot of people upset, worried, concerned about the Ebola virus. It seems that more and more cases are popping up right here in the United States and globally. Uh, Real serious stuff. So we'll be going uh, live to the Center for Disease Control to check in with Dr. Ting Lee. Uh, he's an expert in the field, a, a one of the top researchers, Ebola researchers at the facility. We talked to him a number of weeks ago when this thing was just getting started, and now it's been amped up. Let's get to the truth on Ebola. Um, so we're going to be talking to Dr. Ting Lee. Also, uh, we'll be taking a call from one of you pavement pounders, a voicemail call. Hopefully something nice will be said. And uh, we're going to be talking about expiration dates. Not the kind you get on milk and cheese and butter, but the kind you get in your personal life. Are you ready? Get set. Let's go. This is the Harland Highway. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Harlan. Funny stuff, bro. Funny stuff. Keep it coming. Later. How long have you had this job? Long enough. He's fine as long as he gets his medication. He doesn't get his medications. He's not fine. You just made a wrong turn onto the Harland Highway. You're a groovy boy. I'd like to strap you on sometime. The Harland Highway. You're all going to experience intense mental, physical strength. All right, hold tight on the Harland Highway show. You're listening to Harlan Williams. Welcome to the Harland Highway. Well, welcome to the uh, Harland Highway. And we start the show off on a bit of a somber note here. Uh, as you guys have been seeing, uh, this Ebola virus has been, uh, been uh, you know, kicking up all over the world, globally, in Africa. Now there's people uh, that have come through, slipped through the cracks, uh, through security procedures, uh, made it to the United States of America. They're finding people in other countries now. Uh, And and this Ebola virus is kind of creeping up on us and seems to be getting a little more out of hand, even though the government's downplaying it, and uh, I'm a little bit scared. It's a bit of a scary time. Uh, a few weeks back when this uh, Ebola scare surfaced, we, we went to uh, the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta. We talked to an expert in the field, a uh, very knowledgeable gentleman, uh, one of the uh, leaders in Ebola research and containment, uh, Dr. Ting Lee was uh, talking to us on the phone. We lost the signal with him, but apparently he's he's back. And, uh, Raj, have we got him on the line? Yeah, I think it's important we talk to him and kind of try and get a little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of clarity, uh, hopefully uh, quell the sense of panic that, that seems to be going along with this, this scary uh, possible epidemic outbreak. 
he's on okay. Uh, Dr. Uh, Tingley, welcome to the uh, Harland Highway, sir. Uh, yes, it's uh, very good to be here uh, on, on your show uh, one more time. Thank you very much. Yes, uh, Dr. Lee. Now, are you at the uh, are you at the uh, facility right now in Atlanta? Uh, yes, we are at the containment facility uh, where we have a special award for holding area for uh, Ebola uh, patients. Okay, so you're telling me you're 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 at the Center for Disease Control in Atlanta? Yes, that is accurate. And you've got a special containment, uh, like a holding area for for people with with the Ebola virus. Is is that what you're saying? Uh, yes, it is uh, down the hall. Uh, we keep uh, quarantine on Ebola patient, uh, and they all stay together in one place. Uh, we we monitor them. We uh, are keeping a close look on vital sign. Uh, we make sure that they are comfortable and that uh, the Ebola virus do not escape out into our general public. So are these these people are all in the same uh, room, so to speak? They're just, just kind of mingling around? Uh, yes. Uh, once you have... Once you have Ebola, uh, you cannot get Ebola on top of Ebola. Okay, like a double Ebola type of thing. Yes, that is absolutely correct. Yes, thank you. Okay, so so is it, do we need to be scared as a country? I mean, how many people are we talking about in the containment area? Because the way that the media is playing it is that there's, you know, less than half a dozen. Are you telling me there's more? Yes, perhaps the media are tally not so accurate. Uh, we have, to date, we have uh, just over two dozen individuals uh, in containment area. We monitor them very, very closely, and uh, some of them may be in more severe phase of Ebola and some intermediate phase of Ebola virus. Wow. So, so the the media has it all wrong. The government's not uh, really giving us an accurate count on how many people are are affected by this, who are who are sick, who could potentially get out into into the the, the, the public and spread this thing. Uh, well, I, I'm sorry if I laugh, but the, uh, the the containment area where we keep. Uh, the Ebola patient uh, very, very secure. They're not uh, coming out. We have uh, multiple uh, security uh, door. We have security guard. Uh, we keep very, very close eye on each everyone Ebola patient. Wow. And, and you're saying this is right in the building just down the hall from where you are? Uh, yes, as a matter of fact, uh, if you okay, I walk with uh, the cell phone, and uh, we are walking down toward the Ebola ward right now. Oh, good. Well, this will be good. So you're, you're going to look through the window. You're going to uh, kind of keep an eye on them. Can you tell us what they're doing, what they look like? Are they, are they laying in bed? Are they... Yeah, we, we 
try to keep Ebola patients stimulated. Very important to keep them focused, alert, uh, awake. Uh, to keep their blood moving, this is the best way we can treat them with antibiotic. And so we go in down the hallway and we go inside and we have Ebola uh, Um, Excuse me? Uh, we go in, we have Ebo- what we call Ebola Rockarola night. Did, did you just say Ebola Rockarola? Uh, yeah, this is, uh, we do this every uh, third night. Every third night we have to keep Ebola patients stimulated. We do Ebola rock and, roll, rock and roller. What the? Are you telling me you're, you're throwing like a, a house party for these, these people? Uh, we play music, we have drinks, we socialize, we, we try to keep their mind from getting foggy and slow down, and we have a wonderful time, like a social. Like a social? Yes, yeah, Ebola rock and roller. We, we come into the door, and we go inside right now. If you come, you listen on phone, you come with us. Wait a minute, you're going inside with the, what is that music? What, what is that noise in there? That that is uh, we're in the middle of. Oh, excuse me. Hello, Mr. Jackson. Hello. <laughs> yes, you're looking. You're looking very good. Yes. Yes, you look very good. You might want to push your eye back in. Yes. Uh, excuse me. I talked to Mr. Jackson. He's one of our earliest patients here in a bowl of rocker. Excuse me. So someone hand me a drink. Yes. Yes, a double shot. Tequila. Yeah, I'll take double shot tequila. Thank you. I'm sorry, Hello? Yeah, I, excuse me, Dr. Tingley. Yes. Did I just hear you order a shot? No, no I ordered double shot uh, tequila. They, 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 hold on one second. Yes, salt around the edges and uh, lemon. Put a lemon inside. Excuse me, I order double shot and I socialize, I get close to an Ebola patient, uh, we try to soothe them. Wait, wait a minute, wait, hold on. You're, we've got Ebola patients, you're having a, a, a function called e- e- Ebola rock and roller? Yeah, Ebola rock and roll, hold on a second, we do countdown, three, two, one. <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness, that tequila so strong. <laughs> Did you just take the shot? Oh my goodness, my, my throat point hit me. <laughs> One second, please. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yeah, yes, Mrs. Smith, you put your top back on. You put your top back on, naughty. You naughty little bowl of patient. Oh my goodness, Mrs. Smith, she take her top off. <laughs> excuse me. Excuse me, Sir Dr. Tingley. I, is it healthy for you to be in there mingling with with Ebola patients at a thing you called Ebola rock and roller? Oh, it's very good. Hold on, someone. Yeah, I'll take a hit. I'll pass me that. I'll take a hit off that. Thank you. Oh, that's oh, that's smooth. That's some smooth shit you got there. Yeah, that. Oh, I like it. Can I have another one? Hang on. Oh, 
<laughs> oh, that's some nice smooth shit. What is that, Acapulco? You get that from Acapulco? Oh, that's nice shit, homie. Excuse me, doctor. Are you are you taking a hit off a joint? <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh my goodness, it's such a. <laughs> I tell you, put your top back on, you naughty lady. <laughs> Hang on again. Someone hand me a beer. Hold on. Yeah, I'll take. I chug. Okay, I chug. I chug. <laughs> Is he chugging beer? I can swear I hear him chugging beer. Uh, uh, oh, my goodness. That's... Wow, what a fucking rush. Excuse me, Dr. Tingley. Holy fuck. Oh, fucking head spinning all around. Holy fuck. Hey, anyone got any more uh, fucking grass? I light it up in this motherfucker. Dr. Ting Lee, you're on the podcast. What are you doing there? Holy fuck, I'm having a... There's one fuck of an Ebola rock and roller tonight. Woo! Woohoo! <laughs> yeah! I go rip this... I go rip this facility in new asshole. Who want a fucking party? Okay, Roger, I think we gotta... Let's cut away from this. I think something might be going wrong there. Holy fuck, I need... Hello? Hello? I need another shot. Give me another shot of tequila. How are you? Yeah, Mr... What's your name? Oh, yeah, Mr... Mr. Davidson? Holy fuck, look at that. Your gums are bleeding. Yeah, your fucking gums are bleeding, yeah. You're probably gonna die, yeah. Probably, you know, two, three days. Yeah, sh- Fuck, yeah, I have a tequila shot with you. Fuck yeah, let's light this motherfucker up, huh? Woo! Woo! Roger, hang up on this idiot. Woo! I'm gonna light this motherfucker up. He's bored a rock and roller. Yee! Yee! Roger, okay, Dr. Ting, we're hanging up. We're ha- Hold on. What's he doing? Whoa! Roger! Are you kidding me? We're on the brink of an epidemic, and this guy's... What was that? He's gone. This is ridiculous. Okay, try and get him back. We need to talk to this idiot. You guys are having a a rock and roll Ebola party. (sighs) Okay, let, let us get assembled here, and we'll be back. Call him back, Roger. Hello? Hello? Hey, Arlen, I think you're stupid. Super stupid. You know that? You know what I mean? Oh, hey, cherry off you underbred. Oh, yeah. Real original, buddy. Real original. Oh, hey, there's a paper towel toilet monkey. Oh, hey. You're real original, Harley. I hope this makes you feel bad about you and your life. I hope it does, but it probably won't, because you're so successful and popular. You have gorgeous girlfriends, and your life is awesome. So I hope you suck on that a little bit.
Um, father? It, is that you, father? Hey, Arlen, I think you're stupid. Super stupid. Papa? Is, is that you, Papa? Oh, hey, there's a paper towel toilet monkey. Daddy? Daddy, is that you, Daddy? Oh, hey, cherry off you underbread. Oh. Papa? Where are you, Papa? I can't see you, Daddy. Come out, Papa. Oh. Dada? Where are you, Dada? I can't see you, Papa. I hope this makes you feel bad about you and your life. But I love you, Dada. I love you, Papa. Why do you talk to me like that, Dada? Super stupid. Why do you speak like this to me, Papa? You know what I mean? I don't understand, Dada. Oh, hey, cherry off you underbread. Oh, yeah. I don't understand, Papa. I'm scared, Papa. Real original, buddy. Real original. But don't you love me, Dada? Don't you love me? I hope this makes you feel bad about you and your life. No, Papa. No, Papa, I love you. Oh, hey, there's a paper towel toilet monkey. Oh, hey. What should I do, Papa? I hope this makes you feel bad about you and your life. I hope it does. I, I, I love you, Papa. Stop on that a little bit. Life itself seems lunatic. Who knows where madness lies? Perhaps to be too practical is madness. To surrender dreams, this may be madness. To seek treasure where there is only trash. Too much sanity may be madness. The maddest of all. To see life as it is and not as it should be. Let's talk about expiration dates, shall we? And I'm not talking about expiration dates on your food, okay? I'm talking about something that's a little more uncomfortable. How many of y'all listening have let a text message or an email or a phone call or whatever expire? You know what I mean? Somebody texts you or somebody emails you, somebody that you're, uh, you know, you're normally pretty good at calling back or texting back. And you kind of let it go. You go, you know what, I'll, I'll text them like in a couple of days. Or I'll email them in a couple of days. And then, and then like uh, those couple of days go by and you go, you know what, I'll just, it's been, I'm a little bit over my limit. I feel like a bit of a jerk, so I'll give it a few more days. And then you give it a few more days and a few more days and a few more weeks and a few more months. And suddenly you realize you haven't interacted with that person You haven't corresponded with that person in like months now, maybe three, four, five months. And you know you're supposed to, you know they're a good friend or they're a good acquaintance or it's a work thing and it's just lingering in the back of your head. But it's one of those things that's kind of casual that you didn't kind of get to and you're not avoiding the person, you don't dislike the person. But you just, for whatever reason, they're kind of like someone you know that's always going to be there. There's no urgency. You weren't really texting or calling about anything too, too, uh, you know, too pending, too too, uh, serious. It was more casual. But nonetheless, it's stuck in the back of your head, nagging. Yeah, I know. Me too. Me too. I've done it. 
And I guess what I'm trying to figure out here is, is what is the cutoff point? What is the expiration date where you just go screw it? And you don't, you don't, uh, you just, you just end it. Like you don't talk to that person for a long time. And it's horrible because there's no ill will. There's, there's not like there's been a fight or there's been any uh, bad blood. It's just maybe this person just for whatever reason you weren't in the mood for them or in the zone or, you know, you didn't call them back because you kind of knew you had not much to say or maybe they didn't have much to say. It's kind of weird. It's kind of rude because you're filtering, right? You're presuming. And in your mind, you're probably like, hey, I'm maintaining the friendship. Everything's cool. We'll be friends forever. But then you don't know if in their mind they're going, that bastard didn't call me back. That bastard didn't text me. Son of a bitch, that bastard. Ah! And uh, and then suddenly you go into this next phase where you're like, you're beyond the expiration date, and you're like, geez, should I, should I call them? I don't know. Should I email them? They're probably like pissed at me. You know, I probably it's probably best I just like you know let it go, and maybe one day we'll bump into each other at the mall or something. You know, huh? <laughs> So it just becomes awkward and weird. But but then what happens, and this is the test of an old friend or a good friend or just a casual, long-lasting friend, when you finally do make contact, it's like, oh, hey, man, what's going on? How you doing? Yeah, hey, listen, sorry. I know I didn't. I, I know I owed you a phone call. Or listen, I, sorry I didn't email you back. I've just I've just been running all around. And they're always like, yeah, no problem, that's cool. Or you're like, yeah, cool, man, whatever. Because, you know, in the end, it wasn't that important. But but it's hard living with the, the, the guilt. You know, in the old days, it was just, you know, you, you had a phone. That was your only way of really communicating with someone, unless someone actually sat down and wrote you a letter. Yeah, right. Um, and so, so you would get your phone message, and you kind of looked forward to calling people back because that was really the only way they could reach you and if they went to the trouble to phone you or leave you a message it was kind of special special <laughs> special um, but nowadays good lord oh they can email you they can snapchat you they can instant messenger you they can text you they can sext you they can they can uh, snail mail you. They can YouTube you. They can Instagram you. They can, oh, my God. They can call you. They can, it's just insane. There's just so many ways to get a hold of us now that I think this has become more of a thing where we have to deal with expiration uh, dates in our lives. And it's stressful. It's stressing me out. That's it. Everybody, just stop calling me. I don't want to hear from anybody. I'm just going to walk around and act like a goddamn nuclear mushroom cloud went off. And this is my world, and nobody else is in it. And I don't want and I, I, I don't want any, no one to bug me no neither neither. Okay, psycho. Um Weirdly, weirdly McAdams. <laughs> um, 
So anyhow, just food for thought. Maybe it's something we all have to work on a little. Or maybe I'm just projecting my guilt onto you guys. Maybe, for all I know, you guys listening are all like, what's he talking about, man? I always I always get back to my friends. I always text back and, you know, email back and call back and whatnot. What's this asshole talking about? Maybe this isn't the podcast for us. He sounds like a real A1 dick. Maybe, maybe, but I try. So there you go. But I'll tell you the the one fun one that, that's really fun is when, let's say you had a friend that was casual. Maybe they lived out of state, out of country. Uh, you know, maybe they were somewhere far away. And it's kind of hard to keep, you know, the connection going with them anyways because you can't ever put in any FaceTime. And so maybe it was someone you had a romance with. Maybe it was a good buddy you met. Maybe you were traveling in Europe and you met someone. Maybe uh, it's someone you met at a bar, but they lived in another city. And so you always have that, you know, that moment where you're you're texting and emailing and you're like, oh, man, blah, 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 oh, hey, yeah, how you doing? I'm doing great. I, I think this could actually lead to something. Uh, yeah, okay, blah, 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 you know. And you think you're building a new friendship or a new romance or just uh, a new pen pal, whatever. And ultimately, you realize, ah, it's, what, what are we doing? It's ridiculous. I live far away. You live far away. Gone. And they just disappear, right? And, and it's no biggie because you were never that attached to them anyhow. It was, like, it was kind of a, a hope that it would become a friendship or whatever. But then here's where it gets fun. Like three years down the road, two years down the road, five years down the road, you're just kicking around and all of a sudden, bleep, you look, you get a text, and you're like, hey, I'm in town, uh, blah, 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 blah. I don't know if you remember me, LOL, blah, 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 blah. And you're like, oh, this person. Or maybe you're traveling, and you go somewhere, and somehow through social media, they find out you're there, and hey, I, I can't believe I still have your number, blah, 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 blah. And uh, those are always fun surprises when you get a kind of a voice from the past, a ghost from the past. And hopefully it's uh, someone you want to hear from. You don't want it if every now and then you get someone you don't want. It's happened to me. It's like, it's like um, uh-oh. Yeah, I don't really want to hear from you. <laughs> um, delete, you know. So interesting stuff. It, what? Oh, you got him back? Oh, my God. I don't even know if I want to talk to this guy. He's, he's back on the line? Okay. I got to cut this segment off, folks. Roger's uh, waving to me like mad in the booth. Take it easy, Rog. We've got Dr. Ting uh, Lee calling back from the uh, disease uh, of, of the Center for Disease in Atlanta. Last we talked to him early in the show, he was, well, it was kind of ridiculous. It sounded like he was mingling with Ebola patients. Hopefully... He's got his head cleared, and we can uh, find out what's going on with this uh, continuing Ebola outbreak crisis that has us all a little on edge. Okay, put him through, Raj. Hello? Hello, Dr. Tang? Oh, yeah, you you back that shit up, brown sugar. Yeah, oh, you back that shit right out of my face. Hello, Dr. Ting Lee. Hello. Yes, uh, sir. Uh, this is Harlan Williams at the uh, Harland Highway. Uh, are you 
Still in the uh, the Ebola Center. Oh, we rock a roller with Ebola. Hey, hey, yeah, give me another shot, motherfucker. Yeah, back that shit up. Hey, everybody, put your hand in the air. Put your hand in. You, you look pretty weak, but even though you're really weak, put your hand in the air, Ebola motherfucker. <laughs> uh, Dr. Ting... Are you still at the uh, Ebola rock roller party? Hang on one second. Well, <coughs> yeah. I can, my throat all fucking burnt out. I have the uh, Acapulco gold, man. Somebody give me magic mushroom in a, like a cookie or something. Holy, holy frock. Dr. Ting, if you could just watch your language. What's going on there right now? I told you, motherfucker, Ebola, rock and roller. Every few nights, we get the patient. We try to loosen spirit up. We we have we have Ebola, rock and roller party, power jam. Oh my God, this is not appropriate, sir. Hold on a sec, motherfucker. I get joint. Give me another hit off that fucking shit, man. <laughs> Holy fuck that good nice stop Dr. Ting Lee Holy fuck Oh my fucking head frying like a fried egg Holy fuck Dr. Ting Lee this is not Sanitary, this is not safe, this is not orthodox. Holy frock, oh, my head is like, I'm fucking blowing my mind right now here at Ebola Rock and Roller. Everybody put your hand in the air. Yeah, let me see you, player. Let me see the player. Who the, who the player in the house? Hey, hey, ladies. Who the player in the Fucking, fucking good shit, man. Dr. Ting Lee, you are a professional scientist working on taxpayer dollars to control and contain and study the Ebola virus. What do you have to say for yourself, sir? Hold on. Hey, Mrs. Mrs. Davidson, come back it up here. Yeah, open your mouth. Give me some tongue. Yeah, give your tongue in my mouth and just give me a nice deep French kiss, Mrs. Oh, yeah, I don't care you got baller, baby. I'm fucking frying. Give me, give me some fucking tongue. Yeah, give me that tongue. Give me that fucking Ebola virus all over my fucking mouth. Dr. Lee, this is obscene. It's an outrage. I dare I say this is a, a crime. Can you shut the fuck up? I'm getting fucking, fucking French kiss from Mrs. Davidson. Holy fuck, she got a fucking tongue like a giraffe. Give me the Ebola, bitch. Hold on, bitch. Let me smoke some more grass. 
Dr. Tit Roger, you know what? Hang up on this guy. This is this is an outrage. Don't hang up on me, motherfucker. You come down party. Stand up for disease control. What's up, player? What's up? Hey, homie. What's up, Ebola? Rocker, fucking motherfucker, bola roller. What's up, homie? Party in the house. Ebola people in the house. Hang up on him. Ebola people. Hang out, Ebola. Holy crap! Are you effing kidding me, Roger? This guy's insane! This this this, this virus is gonna get out and Oh my god. Oh you know what? I'm not even gonna comment. I'm just that's the end. That's it. I've had it. This is not a joke, Roger. This is this I mean this is serious stuff and we got this guy. At the helm of the Ebola ship, I'm real worried about this country right now. Real worried. <sighs> let's 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 wrap it up. I'm sorry, folks. I, I hope you're not alarmed. I hope you're nobody's jumping off bridges. This thing's if this guy's in charge, we're in trouble. Uh let let's move on. Let's talk about something positive and fun like this weekend coming up. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, this weekend in Edmonton, Alberta, the great west of Canada, I will be doing stand-up comedy at the Comic Strip in Edmonton. It is a great, great venue, uh, great room. The only, well, it's, it's a bad thing and a good thing. Usually I sell the joint out completely. We have to add shows, which is a good thing. The bad thing is if you don't get your tickets ASAP, you ain't going to get in on the fun. So uh, tickets are at harlowwilliams.com. You can order right away. Uh, that's at uh, October 16th through the 19th, Edmonton, uh, Alberta, the comic strip in the West Edmonton Mall. And then uh, and then if we motor over to, uh, to November, my next gig is November 6th in Tampa, Florida at the Tampa Improv, November 6th to the 9th. Great club, great city, great venue. Oh, my God. We're going to have a blast. Please come uh, come out. Get your tickets online at harlowwilliams.com. Also, you can write me at harlowwilliams.com. You can call me if you want to call the show and leave a nice, positive, friendly message. Hey, Arlen, I think you're stupid. Super stupid. <laughs> oh, well, what do you know? You're just like a teriyaki wonder bread. You're... Oh, you're like a, a twisted monkey blanket. That's what you are, dude. Oh, <laughs> that was a great message. So if you want to leave me a message, positive, negative, good, bad, sexy, unsexy, whatever you want, the number's right there at harlowwilliams.com, or you can write me at harlowwilliams.com. Maybe I'll read your letter on the air. Maybe I'll put your phone call on the air. How about that? Um, you can also check out our store at harlowwilliams.com. Get all kinds of fun merchandise. Uh, you can also uh, click on my YouTube channel subscription button, and every time I put up a wacky video, you get to see it first for free. It's a great deal. Free is free, just like this podcast. Um, 
And uh, what else can I tell you? Make sure you check out uh, allthingscomedy.com. That is a podcast uh, site where there are many podcasts, mine included, a lot of funny people there, and so on and so forth. So uh, there you go, gang. That's all we have time for today. Thank you so much for being here, regardless of what you think about me and what you feel about me. And if you think I'm stupid and unoriginal, so be it. We'll just keep pumping out the stupid and unoriginal garbage. But interestingly enough, that guy, in order to know all that, must be listening. So I got that sucker. Hello! Charles! Teriyaki loaf chicken! Anyways... Thanks for being here, gang. Tell your friends to get on the Harlan Highway, and uh, it's been a pleasure. Until next time, chicken chow mein, baby. Oh, this is fucking, fucking good shit, man.